Welcome to the Builders Podcast, episode 137, Agency Update, our growth journey, team investments, and key milestones. Before we jump into this episode, please subscribe to this podcast, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, and after a listen, please give us a thumbs up, like, and share if we've earned it. With your help, we can reach more people and deliver these valuable from the trenches lessons to those that need it. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Builders Crew. Solo episode today. I am going to be giving you all an update on what's going on with my agency. I do this once or a couple times a year since I've been doing this podcast. And then sometimes I do like, I'll do like a full update. I've done this a couple of times, I think. I definitely did one in January. <laughs> uh, but uh, I did a full one in January. And then like a couple months later, I actually had an update to some major changes uh, in what we were providing related to products. Uh, in my agency, we not only, well, our biggest, obviously our biggest, like 99% of what we do is services, but we're, We've been building products, and um, hopefully in the future, that'll become a bigger part of our revenue, and um, it does a lot of things for us. Uh, besides, we build products in the WordPress space, plugins specifically, and some themes, which we'll get into a little bit today, but um, but we use those in our own projects, our client projects. So the whole idea was we built this kind of framework uh, we can use to build WordPress sites. Uh, and specifically full-site editing block themes. Um, you'd have to know about WordPress to know what that means. But where everything's a block. <laughs> but it's just a framework we use to build websites, and we offer that uh, to our clients and other agency partners. And so we do a lot of, we build a lot of sites on those, on that framework. But also, uh, I'm tr not trying, I'm selling them <laughs> to the public and because uh, why not why not just turn into why not turn the framework into you know some plugins that we can uh, build another revenue stream with but also share with the world you know why should we keep it all to ourselves but it all made sense right that there's synergy synergy there between the two two things uh, it's not like we're um, have a web design development agency like we do and uh, we're we also sell uh, water jugs. <laughs> you know, there's there's something, there's a connection there. <laughs> One can leverage the other. So, yeah, so the last time I did an update was January, middle of January. And it's actually interesting going back to the show notes and seeing what I was talking about back then. Because so much, you know, you probably know if you're in business, Um but if you're not in business, you're thinking about being in business, things change a lot in just whatever it is, nine months. Um, a lot changes throughout a year. And even things that, you know, you start out gung-ho on something and you make a decision at some stage and you're going off in a different direction <laughs> or you stop doing something, whatever. All that stuff can happen and would and should probably, because if you're not making changes in your business, um, and not trying new things, testing new ideas, you know, phasing things out that don't work. I mean, what are you doing? Um, I mean, unless you got a very simple business, 
that just does like one thing and you just do it really well. Um, we kind of do one thing really well, but um, we got all these satellite things or there's more complexity to what we do. So we do a lot of stuff, which we'll get into today. Um, but so I'm going to give you an update on some of the things I did talk about in that episode. It would be episode uh, 103. Uh, and uh, the other big changes one was episode 112, if you want to check those out uh, and go into the past and compare it to this. Or maybe watch those first and come here and see what, what all changed. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm going to give an update on that and some new things and just how things in general are going in my agency. Overall, we're doing very good. Like, if you looked at high-level revenue, growth, we're growing again this year. I grow, you know, my pace is we're, we're growing by about 40, 40 to 50% a year. Uh, I've been doing that for five years. Um, I'm pretty sure in the first couple of years, that was probably my, well, the first year was 100%, right? <laughs> is that how that works? Is that how math works? Because I was like zero and then at the end of, yeah. So whatever that first year was, that was 100% year, right? Um, and then, but you know, then as the team's grown and the business is growing, you know, we found our way into the six figures range and we just keep growing, um, which is a beautiful thing. That's what you want in your business, right? So you're doing something right. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of business out there that don't grow quite at that pace. And I want to knock on wood because I want to keep growing at that pace. Uh, cause I have a goal like we all do. In fact, I think I had an episode, you know, building the million dollar agency, I'm going to crawl my way. I remember saying, I was going to crawl my way through the 100s. <laughs> well, we're on our, we're crawling, we're doing it. Uh, but, you know, it's not easy. It's a lot of work. So, um, but, but we're doing it. And I'm excited. I'm very happy with the team we have. You know, it, there's, you know, in any business in the agency, there's, there's hiccups, there's challenges, things come up. You have good months and bad months. Um, we don't have super bad months, but we, you know, just ups and downs, uh, and yeah, just super happy with the way things are going, but, you know, and also our relationships are growing. We're, we're, we're getting more business, more referrals, and, uh, it's beautiful. I, I feel like we have good momentum and I know I've talked about this in the past. Sometimes I feel like I could just stop doing all the content and marketing that we do. You know, and probably ride this out for quite a while. I don't even know. Like, I feel like via referrals and stuff, just net, I could just do networking and uh, do really, really well. Probably because that you know, networking is probably most of uh, the results. What are where our results come from? Um, and uh, yeah. So anyway, so let's dive in. So first of all, let's tackle the insurance vertical. So last year, I think it was a year, year and a half ago, I believe, um, I met with a partner and we were just talking about stuff. And, and I had thought about, you know, various verticals or niches I could get into um, as a web design development agency and target and one of them was insurance because I have an insurance background a couple decades ago, <laughs> about a decade, a decade worth of time I spent uh, as an insurance agent. I was an insurance agent from about 1997 
through about 2007-ish, 8, I don't know, I had that distinction. I, I had my license. And in that time, I uh, was a partner in an agency. I had my own agency and sold a lot of insurance, everything from auto insurance to life insurance to commercial, uh, health, all of it. Did a lot. So I have a, a little bit of background in that, uh, but which is naturally uh, something that I should be thinking about uh, uh, as an agency and what I'm doing, because because I have that knowledge uh, that I could possibly you know talk to these people, <laughs> and uh, so going after that niche and the actually I think the update in. Was it the update? I don't know if I updated this in uh, episode 112, but I had a name picked out. I was going to be called Leads Magnet. So it really didn't have insurance in it at all. And because uh, I was just, I was thinking about it from the perspective of what do insurance agents care about? Leads. If <laughs> that's what I cared about, I was get, I'd get lead. I had all these lead sources. Um, some came in the mail. Some were just, you know, just leads were our bread and butter. Uh, and it was just came boiled down to a numbers game from there. Um, but then uh, at some point, I, I, I can't even remember the thought process exactly, but uh, just made a decision to change the name to Insurance Site Pros. And I think I wanted to be more um, obvious <laughs> what we did, and also having insurance in that in that title, I thought would would do better. Um, I was going to have, I had, I think I had lead magnet and then I had insurance in the URL somehow. Maybe I led them to a directory. Cause I think, I think at one point, see the, I have so many ideas that come in my head. I have to remember what my ideas were. <laughs> so I think at one point I went with leads magnet because I thought that, yes. So I thought I would test the insurance niche, but then if that could work or not work, but if I had leads magnet, then I could test other niches on that. So it'd be a little broader site. But then I decided, you know, you know what? Let's go all in on this and um, insurance site, insurance site pros dot com. Um, yeah. So the site is built. It's a beautiful site uh, designed and built uh, by my team. And there's actually six demos on that site uh, on the front page. If you scroll down. You'll see six demos. So I, we even went that far. We haven't built any sites yet. We don't really have a portfolio. Let's just build some sites. Here, look what we can do. So, but that, all the other stuff I'm going to be talking about today, I mean, we're our, like I said, our businesses, we're very busy. We're growing. We have a lot going on. Team is large um, and uh, large larger than it was last year. Uh, and... Uh, and so I really haven't marketed insurance site pros too much. We're doing a little social sort of leaning into it a little bit, but I have some other initiatives that are kind of bumping it, you know, um, so it's, it's, that's the thing with business, especially if you have multiple initiatives, you got to decide what's important right now. Um, what, you know, how you're going to approach your marketing, What's what's really important right now, and then what you know? What does that look like in the future? And, and like insurance site pros is still a thing, but it's not my main thing by a long shot. The plugins, which we're going to talk about, is actually more of a thing 
than that is. So I'm going to get to it. It could happen like I did in March. At some point, I say, you know what? We're not doing it. It could happen. Um, with the way my agency is developing, it's not so much going with the flow. We're pretty specialized in what we do and, and what our wheelhouse is. Um, but at the same time, new situations pop up, you know, and we're going to talk about a couple of those today. And who knows, maybe one of those takes off. I think it's good to put a couple things out there and then, you know, feel it out and, and see, you know, where things go. You know, I, I, I don't like... Like I'm always experimenting. I always have something else that I'm doing. There's always that next thing. There's that, like if I didn't have the plugins or maybe some other situation wasn't happening, I'd be totally focused on insurance. I'd be maybe even doing some paid advertising. Who knows, right? But uh, but I'm not. It's actually in the back burner. But it's built. It's there. We're working a little bit, doing a little SEO. We're doing a little bit of stuff. We're starting to try to, you know, maybe build some traffic there organically. And whatever happens there, happens there. It's in the mix. Maybe I'll reel in an insurance agent. We haven't really done any business to that site yet, though. Um, but like I said, hopefully next year I'll be telling you a different story. Next, Unified Toolkit. Unified Toolkit in January was a thing. And Unified Toolkit was going to be a literally a toolkit to build websites. But I had a much grander vision. <laughs> it was basically to provide... The framework to build websites with plugins, WordPress theme, but also like training. I was going to make this into more of a membership, and and it was actually targeting freelancers and agencies uh, to help them build sites. And I had, oh, I just had all these ideas. I had, I was, I had assets. I actually had them just created. We had like we're going to give away a design assets. And basically create a system where they could take these assets and design, quickly design websites or use them to design websites that could be translated using our framework to code and websites. Um, I had a whole, this was a whole thing. I had this, because I had been thinking about it for a few years. And this is something that's kind of really interesting, right? Like here's something that I had thought about for a few years and I did it. I actually stuck to it and we got it built. A lot happens in two years, three years, whatever it was. And um, I got it built. We had it out there. And now it came down to, well, I didn't have it all built. I didn't have the training built and all that stuff. I had the framework built to build the websites. I just had the plugins and the, and the theme, basically, the theme framework. And um, so I was going to build all this other stuff. I, like I said, I had some of the design assets. All that stuff was kind of coming together. But then I realized... Um, a little bit into the year that I, I just had this aha moment. And that's sometimes what executive decisions come from. <laughs> you re, The realization that I am only one person or our team is only large enough where we can only do so much, right? And we have to focus on our core, what we're good at, our wheelhouse. And this project was going to take me out of that. It was a very different thing. Um when you start getting into training and building memberships and doing all that stuff, that's a whole thing, <laughs> creating content, video and whatever, however you create that content, that's a whole different thing. And it just, that and a combination of other things, I just said, you know, this, I don't think this fits anymore. I think it would have been a great thing a couple of years ago if I would have had it built. 
Um, I was also waiting for full site editing to come along because that was part of it. Um, that's why I didn't build it until this past year. But anyway, decided not to do it anymore. And what I ended up doing, and I talked about in March, is that I took it, I just took one of the plugins, and that was going to be the focus, just having one plugin, e email capture plugin, um, which integrates with like MailChimp and Aweber and uh, get response. Um, very cool. Still block oriented. It's a block plugin. And, and then the other plugins I had and the, like the theme was going to, was just a bonus to that. And we did that for probably six months. Um, see if I can do the math again. <laughs> and, and so did, that was the focus and we actually started marketing towards it. We actually set up a showcase on LinkedIn and, and some other social media properties set up for that and started kind of really trying to drive traffic to that. And it was actually pretty cool. And um, I'm a, I know about list building. I've done a lot in the past and uh, it, it seemed like a really good focus. And then I had another aha moment this summer. <laughs> And this is kind of a strange one, and we'll talk about my team in a, in a little bit, but this aha moment, it was like, I so I brought in a new developer, and to, I needed something to test around. I wanted to test around a project. I'm like, I had this domain called unifiedplugins.com, so I tend to buy domains. Uh, <laughs> just keep them around. But I just had this idea, because everything's unified, like we're doing plugins, so unifiedplugins.com was available, so why not? I had it sitting there for, I don't know, a year or more. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have her build unifiedplugins.com. That's her first project. She can learn how to do how our framework works and all this. And um, and she did it. And then, but as she was doing it, I really started thinking, you know what? This, you know, I, I liked selling unified email capture on its own. I liked, I liked that, but. I didn't so much like having the other things as bonuses. Like they could be sold. Like we have a unified blocks plugin, tweaks, you know, and I have more ideas for plugins, you know, so why not? Kind of like what I was thinking about doing with the insurance with lead magnet, right? And unified plugins is more broad and we can develop that into more stuff. Now it just takes us away or to build more plugins or do whatever, but it's all plugins. It could be anything, right? Uh, so it's a little bit broader. Um, and a little bit like Unified Toolkit, though, or it's different than Unified Toolkit because Unified Toolkit, like I said, I was going to go into all these other things. I was really going to do, I just had this huge vision for it. But now I could do this as still a toolkit, but now it's just the toolkit, right? So so what I've done is uh, she helped me build out um, new documentation uh, pages and uh and all the sales pages ended up there on Unified Plugins. So we have like a, the front page is just linking to those pages. and But then you can still buy them all together as a toolkit. So, and we're actually building some themes. Um, and uh, so basically we have, um, so we have all the, the plugins there. They can be purchased standalone and then you can purchase as the toolkit all together. But if you purchase it as a toolkit, you also get our themes. I'll probably add more bonuses down the road, but I actually have a, this whole vision for themes. I don't want to sell themes. I want to give those away to anyone that buys the toolkit. So we have we have like a really a starter theme that's real basic that we actually use for our, 
it's, it's basic. It's just in terms of design. Um, but we use that to build our sites and our client sites. Uh, but then we are in developing, we just on the, on the back leg, I want to say, does that even make sense? No, I'm, we're actually on, uh, the final stretch <laughs> of developing an actual designed theme using that same framework. And I'm going to probably get myself back to, for those of you who know what Hexer is, back to where we were with the Hexer marketplace, which sold themes uh, before we closed it down. Um, it's probably, I have, I'd like to get to about a half a dozen themes uh, that different, uh, that do different things for different uh, use cases. So we're just going to build that. And I have a, a developer that's going to be helping me with that. And she's awesome. Um, and uh, so that's kind of her side project. Uh, she helps with other stuff too, client stuff. But anyway, so <laughs> so that's going on. So that so the unified toolkit to email capture the unified email capture dot com to now that redirects. So actually, unified toolkit redirects unified email capture dot com. That redirects to now unified plugins. I think we're done. I re I'm really actually very, very happy with where we're at with that. I've said that before, though, haven't I? <laughs> so, but no, I, I I think it's great. And I think it's awesome because we're not only have we have three plugins now. We have Unified Tweaks, Blocks, and Unified Email Capture. But we're also, we're now uh, building uh, that same developer that actually built Unified Plugins is now, she, she's a plugin developer. And knows plugin development. So I'm having her build a pop-up plugin, um, which will kind of, these things all work together. The pop-up plugin can be used, will be will be used with the email capture for forms, pop-ups. There's a whole thing. And we can use that with our client sites, our own sites, and they can be sell, sold standalone. So it's awesome. So a lot, a lot of cool stuff going on there. Like I said, this is, this is probably my focus right now in terms of products. I mean, it's really our only products, but it's in terms of uh, initiatives. I'm really trying to get that in a good place right now. Insurance st stuff is out there, but I want to really get that in a good place. And there's one other thing I haven't told you about that. As I was doing it, I actually got a project, a referral for somebody um, that for us to do a plugin that they would take and sell. We de developed the plugin for them. They'd take it, they market it and sell it, right? So we're the developers behind the plugin. And it was an easy sell because I we hadn't built it. We haven't really built plugins. We built plugins, but for custom themes. So it was different situations where it made sense to put in a plugin. So we know plugins. We can build plugins. But we don't sell ourselves as developers that build plugins. Well, this came along. I'm like, yeah, why not? And look at, you know, here's what we've done. We have our own plugins. And in fact... What he was looking for was somebody that, that really knew how to build Gutenberg block plugins. We can do that. We can do the whole React thing. <laughs> so that came, and then I'm like, we're doing unified plugins. I'm like, you know what? I can unify plugins. We can sell the plugins, but we can also say on there that we develop plugins. So any traffic that goes there obviously kind of ends up under the umbrella of unified web design, but now we can sell ourselves as plugin developers. I just opened up a whole like new thing for us to do. Um, 
I don't know that we're getting that project. We we were very close uh, to getting that project. I think um, we may not because not because I think it was going to go with us, but there was a timing thing related to them not going with us. Um, so that's on their side, the business side. They they had to make a decision and maybe not do it. But I have a feeling we may do something with them in the future. But now it's open up. You know, now I can I talk to us as <laughs> we're plugin developers too. Um, still under WordPress, still fits with everything we're doing, right? 90% plus of the stuff we do is WordPress. And and uh, that's just what it is. That's just what we've always done. A bulk of our projects, a bulk of our expertise is all around that. But we are getting into other things. And that's the next thing I'll talk about here a little bit. So what, have, what new things have we done this year? What do we, you know, basically... We are still all in on the full site editing block theme thing. And when I when I quote out a project, a proposal, that's the first thing I gravitate to. And I have a whole pro, like a document that I give people to, as to why they should go with a custom block theme and our framework for that. And uh, and it sells. We are we're continuously we have numerous projects going right now on that. Um, and. Uh, which is awesome. So we're we're definitely deep in that. We're getting we're just better at it because we've been doing it now for a, a long time, and uh, it's been a great great thing. Um, one of the things that it is also uh, like my team's gotten really good at between that and between and building these plugins, you know, to build actual uh, block plugins blocks from scratch you have to know react because because there's a react component to wordpress these days so which has opened up another doorway into new opportunities for us and right now we actually just started a project that's headless i'm not going to get into the technicals of what that is but basically it's a react website that connects to a, a wordpress site and database so they were kind of you have the front end is react and that but the headless part of it it, it can leverage everything in wordpress uh, through the api so we're doing a headless react project how cool is that but that's another thing in our toolkit it's related to wordpress it gives pushes us in a little bit more of a direction and highlights the fact that we can do uh react we can we can do that we can work in other um, js fr frameworks now we even have like a, I never know how to pronounce it. Yi, Y I I, Yai, we. I think somebody said it was Yai. I don't know. It's Yai framework, um, which is an old JS framework, and uh, we have an old site that has it's on a really out of date one. So we can do those type of things uh, until we finally can move them over to WordPress. But um, so we can do that stuff, but it's something that, again, this, these are things, too, that it helps us slowly build our portfolio, um, or I can talk to these things. Um, I'm, I'm in a kind of a white-label world where we do a lot of stuff I can't talk about, uh, specifically anyway. I can say we do it, <laughs> not for who or what client, uh, but we do it. So I can speak to that more in my experience around that. Um, and so we're doing that. Um, there's, you know, there's tools we've been building. We're actually building, um, actually the React, the headless React one is actually a tool. It's like a quoting tool for a manufacturer. The 
Um, we did another tool, which was like another quoting tool. I think they called it a qualification tool, though, qualifying tool uh, for a contractor to qualify people to do their thing. Um, that was cool. That was actually a Gravity Forms project. Um, we designed this Gravity Forms interface UI, and there was all this tons of logic and multiple stages. And then that we set up Zapier to work with their sales force. So we can do that stuff too. Cool as that. That was fun though. That was, that's a whole story. No, it was great. It was, that was a good one too. It's a, it's a direct client. This is actually one that I can share. So um, um, I think I have this on my list of things to talk about um, what I've done with my, my sites and we'll be doing more case studies. Uh, beyond that, um, yeah, so we're doing the pl possible plugin development now, and we're doing, you know, so we're slowly, we're still at, we have our core. A big part of what we do is maintenance. In fact, we just got um, one of our agency partners are giving us more sites. We started, we, we've been doing like three of their client sites maintenance for the, this year. We started doing those, but they had a bunch more sites, and so they're handing over like eight more. So we're doing even more maintenance. Um, so that part of our business is growing, which is awesome. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, it, so that's our core. Like a big part of what we do is maintenance, but it's not the biggest part anymore. It, for a long time, it was actually the biggest part. <laughs> but I think our actual projects now are probably about 50-50 now. Um, we're really kind of diversifying into and doing full design dev builds and all this. So it's been, it's been pretty cool to see that kind of um, develop. Um, and then, hang on, if you're, if you're on, if you're watching me right now, I am looking, oh, Riverside changed their UI and I'm confused. Okay. Uh, it's good to see Riverside updating. They're adding features and stuff, but sometimes they add features. And it's like, you've been using something this, you know, you know, I don't have to tell you that. Doing something the same way for a year and all of a sudden everything changes. Uh, so a lot of cool things happen. We're doing React. We're doing the full set editing stuff. We're doing, still doing maintenance, still doing a lot of projects. We still have some great relationships with agencies. The agencies themselves are growing. Um, and a smaller agency this year that's been sending us more and more business, um, full design development for them, um, which is fantastic. You know, um, that just goes to show you too. That was a re that's a really good example because for like a couple of years we've had this relationship with them, and we'd only get, I mean, there was like five thousand, probably five thousand dollars in project per year. We had a couple of those agencies, but them in particular, and but this year suddenly they, um, part of it's their business where they are uh, they have this new initiative in their own business and what they're doing. But suddenly all of a sudden it spikes up. We're doing like three projects at once for them right now. <laughs> so, uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, we have some great things. We have like a project with an, another agency, our largest agency we're doing stuff for. And they, uh, in fact, one that I talked about the maintenance, uh, they're giving us these maintenance projects. We have like a project with them that's going to be, it's like a 12 month project. And it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> this is going to be, 
I, I told my wife I'll be talking about this project probably in my dreams while I'm dreaming at night for the next year. But it's really cool to do those longer term projects too. You got those short, smaller sites and stuff, but then these really massive complex uh, projects. It's fantastic. I have like a couple of my developers right now, months deep in larger projects and um, which ties them up a little bit and makes, you know, things a little challenging for me management wise, but <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so you're talking about the team real, real quick. So the team, uh, again, in the beginning of the year, I think I was talking about, I added a couple team members. I think at the time it was just one developer and a, qual a QA person, a QA analyst, um, that was a big experiment because I wasn't, well, number one, both, because you don't know how business is going to go. I, I added that developer thinking, oh, maybe I can hopefully keep him busy for a couple months. I've kept him busy all year. He's still here. Uh, QA person as well. Uh, that one has been a really good um, addition to my team because really up until then it was like dev-based dev QA or Matt's doing the QA or my private project manager. Um now I have somebody dedicated to that. It saves me time, but it also they can get a lot more granular and do more testing. And, um, having somebody dedicated to that has been a game changer. Um, and then I added another dev uh, earlier this summer, eh, probably three months ago by now. Um, and she's been doing great. She uh, Trial by fire, though. I put her on like a large design development or development project. She's doing development. Big complicated, <laughs> but trial by fire. And that's why you got a QA guy to come in there too, to help her out, you know, uh, to review it. And, and um, it, that's a situation where we actually learned a lot from this one project where like, I really need to, uh, it spoke to how much more documentation I need to create for our processes. We have documentation, but I need to expand it, get our standards, you know, revisit that. That's something I try to revisit every so often. Um, so there's every project can bring you lessons on how to improve, but she's doing great. She's just, I, I think she, she's just learning our framework. That was part of the problem. She's just learning and, and there's, um, how we, what we care about <laughs> something she'll learn. Um, but yeah, but, but, so the team has grown. Um, I think I technically have nine people, I think maybe 10, if you count chat GPT, uh, I think I have about nine or 10 people at this point. Um, I have people I can pull into other resources we may bring in um, as we need them. But like, I, it, I'm at a point I can't keep track. I'm pretty sure I have like eight full time. <laughs> but that includes VAs doing various things, uh, marketing and you know, our internal stuff. Um, and then, uh, but then developers, designers couple designers actually the person i hired this summer she's all she also can do design so that's really valuable i have two people like that that's huge because i don't i'm getting to a point where i could almost have a full-time designer but we were so dev heavy heavy for so long i couldn't really afford to have a designer just sitting around <laughs> um so i always i had somebody that's kind of cross-trained or that could do both which is very rare and do both pretty well, uh, but particularly the design pretty well. And uh, my clients love her. Um, so, but now I got another. 
So I got two, but eventually I, I would foresee at some point, I'll just have a full-time designer because we're getting, we're, like I said, we're getting there. Um, yeah, we're doing a lot more design this year. Some, a new partner started, the partner we've been actually with for not new, a couple of years, uh, just started asking for design work. And, um, so that's kept her busy. Plus all these projects yeah, coming in constantly. Um, so great team. The team's in a really, really good place though. That QA person, awesome. Devs are awesome. Um, always growing, always trying to teach and learn and, and challenge them. This React project is going to be a big challenge and it's a step into something that we haven't done before. Uh, but I think we'll learn a ton from it. I, I've My dev has done it, <laughs> but it's stuff that I haven't done a project like this before. Um so it's always good to keep stretching and keep learning, keep challenging yourself and come up with more ideas. And, uh, but yeah, the team's in a really good place. I'm trying to keep the team in this place, uh, for the rest of this year, if possible, it's very easy to just keep adding people, but I'm trying to, it, it, there's this, there's this thing where I'd l I want to always say, yes, I want to say we can do it now. Um, but I'm trying to get better at, um, saying we'll schedule that. <laughs> well, our devs busy at the moment. They'll do that next. So I got to, I got to do that more. Um, so uh, we still, you know, all my developers, they, they have kind of a dual role, not role so much, but um, they have a dual path. They client work first, but they always have this secondary path where they can work on internal projects, whether that's their own sites or these plugins or whatever. So uh, it's kind of fun. It gives, gives me a nice cushion or I'm not as stressed if they are, you know, uh, a project gets stalled or whatever. They always have something to work on. Keep her going. Um, we've had some uh, growing pains this year. Um, you know, like any company, you're going to have growing pains. You're getting busier and busier and busier. Um, I have episodes about what I actually want to, like the most popular episode I've had on this podcast was about project management and my pains around Trello. <laughs> um, what was the name of that? Uh, let's see if I can uh, find the name of it for you. So you can look it up if you want in the episode number, but uh, yeah, the most, <laughs> it was, uh, so that was completing embracing change and innovation. No, that's not the one Matt. switching project management tools, navigating transition in the transition in your agency. That was, that's like my most popular ever episode 116 episode, most popular, uh, which, which shocked me. You just never know, never know. Uh, and then I have a follow-up one. Um, basically we moved from Trello to ClickUp and Trello was, we just grew out of Trello the way we, all the different, you know, we have dozens of clients and agencies and not dozens of agencies. That would be too much. Uh, we have, but we have a bunch of agencies and then their clients and then our own direct clients. We had a lot of stuff and we had a lot of boards and it's, we had the, I had the inability to really manage it well in Trello. It, we just literally grew out of it. There's, they don't have a good way to see everything. And, um, yeah, it, it, the tool falls way short for a larger agency. So we moved over to ClickUp and have not looked back. It is amazing. I want to just give you an update on that. <laughs> if you did watch those episodes, it is awesome. 
do not regret it. And in fact, uh, we still, you know, we're, we're always challenged by communication because especially in our situation where we have clients or agencies that like to communicate in different ways, even email, uh, which is not always the most glorious method to communicate. Uh, so, you know, I ran into something recently where um, kind of one of our all older age, like actually he's the first agency we had, we started working with like four or five years ago. Um, but again, with our growth and how busy we are, but then they were, they have a lot more stuff they're bringing up, bringing us these days. Communication was breaking down a little bit. Things were slipping through the cracks. Um, I blame myself. Uh, <laughs> you always do, right? If you're a good leader, it's all my fault. Uh, but I, I met with somebody um, this past week, actually, and we talked about ClickUp. They're also on ClickUp, it turns out. Um, and we're not in their system. They That's more internal for them. But we talked about how we could leverage ClickUp's forms for uh, requests and stuff. And if I can make the type of situation where if I can make that work with this agency, I might be able to replicate that with some of our other agency partners uh, or even uh, some of our direct clients to make it, it, it to have it in a, a situation where they go to a form and it submits and creates the task right away for us and assigns it to who we want to assign it to or whatever. Um, have that logic there that maybe even creates a ticket automatically. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, that is a beautiful, that would be a beautiful thing. Because right now what happens, um, they actually have their own email. I have a domain email for their agency. Like So I literally, you know, when I interact with their clients or their team, I'm, I have their company email. Uh, but... Anytime they send me something through email, which they like to do, I have to copy and paste that into our system and then track it over here. And larger projects could have their own ticket in their Zendesk, but things can get lost. Obviously, it doesn't automatically happen. So if I'm busy and I see something, I don't catch it right away. It could get buried or could get lost or delayed. And that was happening. So... I'm looking for that solution. So, but that's one of our growing pains and things we're working through right now. Um, you know, every business, yeah, nothing's, well, again, it could have a simple business. I know people that have simple businesses that just have everything figured out. I have a neighbor like that. He's got a business. He's just like been doing the same thing for like 30 years. He's got everything nailed. Just, it's super, keeps it super simple. I don't keep things super simple. Uh, but like I said, uh, with the documents, though, and the processes as well, one of the reasons I went over what I really liked about ClickUp is you can bake the documentation into the, the boards and stuff and have it uh, in context of what you're doing. That's a really cool thing. But even like this, these projects, like the summer, I realized that when you start, when you have these pains, these growing pains or just pains in general, um, that's telling you something. That's a symptom of something. And you have to, and, and a lot of times it will be, oh, we need to tweak the process or we need a better better documentation around this or more training. Um, so you have to identify those things. And so that's stuff too. 
And that's more of an ongoing thing. We're always improving. We're always practicing Kaizen. If you know what Kaizen is, that is continuous. If you don't know what it is, it's continuous improvement. Um, I think it's Japanese. Kaizen. Uh, I've loved that word forever. And and I feel that in business, especially, um, that's a good way to approach things. Continuous improvement. It, you're never, you never arrive. There's always room to improve something. There's always something you can focus on from a team, from a team, single team member, the whole team, how we do things, you know, our projects or tasks, um, how we interact with clients, all that stuff. There's always room for improvement. So I'm always looking for ways. What's the next thing we can improve? So beyond that, um, you know, we still, I still, you know, for non-agency stuff or, well, it's all agency. It's all under the same umbrella technically. Um, but, you know, I have, um, I've always, I'm always updating our websites. Right now we have basically five websites, right? We have unifiedwebdesign.com, thebuilders.fm, mattlevenhagen.com, my blog. Uh, we have unifiedplugins.com and we have insurancesitepros.com. Uh, UW, UWD has uh, seen updates. Uh, we now have on our homepage, like all the things we do. I never had that before because I don't really focus on that. Uh, like like what we build it with, like WordPress or Shopify and other frameworks. Uh, we have just a little display that shows kind of what we do. Um, so we've done little tweaks like that. Calendly has been working out great. Um, Calendly really, Calendly has worked out really great. That's my call to action. I just have a Calendly link. I've only had a few instances where a random person was trying to sell me something <laughs> would sign up, but or looking for to work for me or something, uh, which is what it is. But I, I've had uh, really, really good um, things show up on my Calendly. Um, and so that's working out good. And I'm also expanding the maintenance page already has a couple displays of some of our clients projects. I'm, and I had some new pages, uh, templates developed for this website that are going to contain case studies. So those will link to case studies, but also on our custom side, like this one, I just, this tool I just built, uh, my team just built, uh, we built together. Uh, the, <laughs> that's going to be a case study. Some of the other things we're doing, we're, we're building a new website. Um, I didn't mention that before. We have uh, one of our long-term clients. Uh, we've actually been maintaining their websites for a couple of years. They have two websites that do really, really well. They're uh, very successful e-commerce sites. They just got uh, a trademark or patent for a new um, product. Um, that they've been working on for a couple of years and I helped them find a photographer or videographer. And uh, so they're getting assets created for this. Um, they're getting content created and we're designing and developing that. So that's a, that's a whole new, that's a whole new project. And so that'll be the type of project that's a direct client. So I'll be able to take that whole thing and deconstruct it into a case study, have that on our website. I really want to do more of that because I think, I have people that ask for, I just did this actually, I had a couple uh, referrals um, for larger projects and they of course asked for a portfolio and I don't have that on my website. Um, and big part of that is num number one, we're busy. <laughs> so it hasn't been a high priority, but number two is it's, 
it's not as clean for me because we do a lot of white label. So I can't, I can't share that stuff. I can share it privately though. Like if I'm doing a proposal for somebody, I'll put a document together and we, we can talk about projects I do for partners. Um, but as, as long as there's not something, a stipulation in our contract or something, I can't do that. But so there's so many great things we build. I can't share with the world. Um, but that's what, yeah, that's why we do some direct client stuff and, and get referrals and, um, or how we can leverage those things. Because uh, I'm always looking like, how can I leverage what we've done? I was talking to a friend, Doland, actually. You might know him. He's been on this podcast a few times. Just talking, we're actually talking about a project. Um, and uh, he mentioned, you know, he follows me on social media. He's like, I feel like, you know, like he could feel my success or that we're growing and we're doing more things and just by the content that I have and how I talk about things. And, uh, and he's right. We're doing good. Knock on wood. All right. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, but it's that way with UWD and we're always, you know, always trying to improve these other sites. We've got the unified plugins now. So we're working on all these sites. Um, I still have the ML blog. This year, I changed my folk, my content focus. I'm focused uh, pretty much 100% on, well, 90, it'll be like 95% on um, uh, teams and processes in that intersection. Um, but I'm also going to have like some kind of hidden content, not hidden, but like kind of old sections. I'm going to have continue to do reviews on there and other stuff. So that's still going. The podcast is doing awesome. I'm still here showing up every week. Uh, we've had some great guests, and um, we will continue to have guests. I like to sprinkle in these solos. Um, it gives me an opportunity to do this, um, share my story, my entrepreneurial story. It's funny because I, I, I don't want to tell anybody to go to my Instagram because I have some older uh, videos there. I probably made a fool of myself <laughs> with a number of years ago. But uh, I, I had a goofier... Um, fun personality or persona that I had for a while, uh, but uh, more TikTok-ish type stuff. But that mixed with, for a while, uh, uh, Instagram was actually the place I was sharing my story. And I would, I don't even, I don't even want to know if I want to go back to uh, <laughs> and watch some of those. But that's where I started sharing my own story. Um, I would just create short clips and, and lessons and things I was doing and and um, and I've always had that need or desire to share my story to help others, you know, to kind of give back. And it really was about freelancers and agencies back then and helping, you know, showing myself as an example. But it's, it's kind of interesting because it's like it didn't matter what my success level was. I wanted to, I wanted people to follow my success and the journey. And not that many people have. I'm just another guy. It's very easy to get buried into, uh, you know, there's there's so many people out there that are so much more successful and good looking than I am. So, so, uh, so it, you know, but it doesn't matter. I, I keep doing it. And, um, but this podcast helps me also in that regard. In fact, it's kind of a replace that to, to mostly that degree. I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit more content on Instagram again, but um, 
but this is this is my biggest platform in terms of sharing my story. Um, and I hope it's inspiring to somebody out there. I hope that uh, sharing all this stuff with somebody out there is resonating or maybe inspiring them or gives them ideas. Um, it's hard work, this business, growing a business. I, I didn't know where it would take, where I would be at this point. Um, but as long as I continue to grow and I have something to contribute, I'm going to show up every week. Uh, but anyway, so this episode, you know, uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell where I'm at. We're, you know, we're doing very well. Like I said, we're on track to grow again this year, which is fantastic. Um, like I said I have a goal. Um, climbing my way to that million dollar mark. You know, maybe maybe it'll, maybe those old videos would be more interesting. Once I like have a $5 million or $10 million agency, I'd be like, well, you know, you could have been following me this whole time. You know, go back to, you know, 2019. Uh, see that content, then you can see the whole journey. Um, but anyway, so this, this episode, yeah, a lot, a lot of great lessons this year, good and bad. Right. Um, I think, um, one of the, one of the big lessons for me is, you know, it kind of drives home the fact that, you know, you can't be afraid to invest in your business, your people, um, the QA, you know, up until when I, when I hired, well, this was true for my project manager last year too. Sometimes there's certain roles that are a little more difficult to hire for or to make the decision to because they don't contribute directly to revenue necessarily. They allow you to do more things. Like my, even my QA guy, he can, I would have to review stuff. Now he's reviewing stuff, right? So he's looking for bugs. He's looking, he's checking against the design and, and all this stuff. So yeah, it saves time, but it's not a hundred percent trans. It's not like I hired him and he's given a project and you know, it made me thousands of dollars this month. It doesn't, the numbers don't work like that, but it does contribute to the company. So, but I, I think that's something for me. It's like, I have to not be afraid to invest in those type of people. I'm going to have to, um, I hope to build, a. A U.S. based team at some point, and that's going to be a tough one because that's going to be a huge investment, right? A little more expensive over here, uh, but there's key positions that I need to do that with and build to build that team, and reasons I want to do that. But so I got to be brave. But the, I, I'm not ready yet, not financially for sure. Yeah, I still want to pay myself a little bit of money every month. Profit first. Uh, another one is um, you don't have to settle for the problems you have. You know, you don't have to be stuck. It can be very difficult. If you want to listen to those episodes about the transition to the ma my project management tool, click up, listen to that because it was, it was, there was a process that I employed and I, and it was a good process, but it was not easy. There was a lot of steps to it and there was some risk. Um, but, but I was, and I was, I felt stuck at Trello. I felt it was so frustrating. Every day it was frustrating. I couldn't see everything I needed to see. It was just uh, clunky, uh, you know, very basic interface. And we just completely grew out of it. But that just meant we needed to grow. We needed to grow into something else and do something, you know, try something new. 
Uh, and it was a pain, but we got there. But you can't be afraid to do those things as well. So you can't be afraid to invest in your team. You can't be afraid to make change and and do new things. Um, as scary as it can be, like I said, there's there's risk. But sometimes that is like, like I look back at now, there's no way. There's no way because we've grown since then. I would be a complete basket case if I was still in trouble. So, um, but through it all, um, I just had some bullets here. Like I'm kind of kind of looking at you know uh, for the discussion here. I wanted to land on some bullets. So you had something to take away. Um, the other thing was um, about opportunities. I talk about doing all these other things and uh, like the insurance thing and all this stuff. Um, I think it's, it's great. And there's different things you can leverage. Like I'm leveraging the plugins to do more stuff and um, all that stuff is great, but through it all, it's important to still remember what your wheelhouse is, what your core is having a solid core. Like, I feel like we're, we're growing, we're doing new things, but we have this really, really solid core. Things we're really good at and known for. And I think, you know, this kind of goes back to uh, expertise and um, even as a freelancer, you know, figuring out what your focus is and what sets you apart and what you're great at and what you love to do and becoming really good at and known for that thing, right? Known for it. Like we're known for WordPress. We're known for maintenance. And we're known for building custom. And out, out from that, things come out of that, right? They You expand out of that. You, you start doing other things. Maybe at some point, could you imagine a future? Well, I'm trying to imagine my future in five years. What if insurance becomes 95% of our business? Or maybe plugin development, or maybe, you know, products in general, maybe the product side of our business, kind of like maintenance was like 90% plus of our revenue. Now it's, I don't know what it is, 40, 50%. I don't even know if it's that anymore. I think it's probably but maybe even, yeah, probably 40%. I don't know how that changed. Well, maybe products someday is, you know, products right now is about uh, (laughs) 0.5%. But maybe that becomes a bigger chunk. So, but at the end of the day, though, having that core, though, is so, so important. It's it's starting, getting really good, well-known for that, and other opportunities will come. And and part of that is to also just challenging yourself to try new things, to do new things that you haven't done before. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, take care. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, please subscribe if you haven't already, and give us a thumbs up if we deserve it. If you want to comment on this episode's page, provide me with requests on topics for future episodes, or inquire about being a guest, please find your way to thebuilders.fm. You can contact me there or add a comment under these show notes. Now a word from our sponsor, my agency, Unified Web Design. We build custom websites, features, we maintain websites, we work with agencies to fulfill their web design and development needs, and more. 
If you are interested in our services or are looking for an agency to work with as a partner to build awesome sites for your clients, feel free to reach out to me at unifiedwebdesign.com. There's a handy contact me link at the top. Fill out that form and it will open a ticket and that ticket will find its way to me. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.